Hello, non-toxic mama bears. This is Jenna. Welcome back to Non-Toxic Talk. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to be diving into a list of alternatives specifically for Botox because this is one of the hot topic questions that I get asked on a monthly basis within my Facebook group because many of you, like me, want ways to decrease fine lines and wrinkles without plumping your face with Botox or fillers. So there is a wide range of services out there with natural or less toxic alternatives. And today we're going to jump into those. have reached out to me saying that you previously used Botox in the past and after learning about how toxic it is and the fact that it can actually spread to other parts of your body and doesn't just stay in one localized area, you want to look for alternatives that you know aren't going to affect your body in other places. Now we know realistically nothing works as well as Botox when it comes to completely decreasing fine lines because since Botox is a neurotoxin, it completely stops your muscles from contracting, which means you no longer have those lines there. So in regards to natural alternatives, I think one of the things that's really important that I need to put out there is that we just need better media messages. We just need to understand that women do age and men do age. And we need to accept the fact that wrinkles are just a part of gaining more wisdom, getting wiser, and also getting older. And so I think within our United States culture and in many other parts of the world, it is really difficult to accept that aging process. And uh, that is one thing that is a much bigger fish to fry and could take me all day to talk about. So today we're just going to dive into alternatives to Botox, hoping that by the time my own daughter grows up, the media will have really changed its thoughts around Botox and neurotoxins and fillers in general. Kind of like we've seen this shift with, you know, accepting weight with women of different sizes. I'm really hoping that the aging process will just be more widely accepted. Now, in the past, I actually used Botox as well. There are a lot of times where in my 20s, I was told by RNs, I was told by friends, oh, you wanna prevent the wrinkles before they come? Like you just start with baby Botox and you kind of go from there. And so I just, you know, got my procedures done, not really knowing exactly what it was doing to my body. I was told that it stayed in one spot. And as I've gotten older and really dived into my toxin-free journey and natural living ways, I've realized that <laughs> it's just not the same. So you may think it stays in one area, you may think it doesn't affect other parts of your body, but we know that people are filling their body with a lot of toxic things. Many don't know the harm of Botox, and so that's kind of why I wanted to record this podcast, and I also wrote a blog post on this topic in depth with additional recommendations, so you can check that out on my website, which is IamMamaBearLiving.com. So ultimately, I knew there had to be a better way because we know that Botox is a very so ever popular cosmetic treatment that involves injecting a neurotoxin called botulinum toxin into your skin. The toxin works by blocking the nerve signals that cause your facial muscles to contract, leading to an ultimate reduction in wrinkles and fine lines because you are no longer using those muscles. Now, here's the thing that they don't actually tell you. <laughs> Botox decreases 
your muscle contractions because they actually atrophy the muscle, breaking them down over time, making them weaker. So that's why when a lot of people stop getting Botox, they start realizing that their face becomes a lot weaker in certain areas because you've completely atrophied the muscle over time. Aside from decreasing wrinkles and atrophying your muscles, Botox can also create all kinds of side effects like headaches, bruising, swelling where you got injected, dry eyes, and even in some severe cases, drooping eyelids, muscle weakness, which we addressed, and difficulty swallowing. Think about it this way. Botox doesn't just stay in your muscles. It actually enters the neurons within your brain. Say what? Yes, 100% that is true. There's actually a group that I joined on Facebook and it is called Botox Dye Sport Side Effects Support Group. Now, if you have recently had Botox Dye Sport, you're thinking about getting them and you wanna know what other women's experiences are, I highly suggest, highly suggest that you check this out. And then there's also um, an Instagram account you gotta check out as well, which is called Never Talks. And it just kind of raises awareness about the problems within our media when it comes to accepting aging in women and all of the harmful side effects that are out there that people just, you know, think are normal. Now let's get back to alternatives. So we know that exactly Botox enters the brain, okay? It, is, it essentially hijacks your synaptic vesicles, which store neurotransmitters, which are critical for communication between neurons. So what Botox does is it interrupts the communication between your nerves and your muscle cells, causing temporary paralysis. Botox has also been linked to additional studies that prove it can alter brain activity in relation to emotions. How crazy is that? So the researchers that conducted this study found that the temporary paralysis of the facial muscles caused by Botox actually hinders a person's ability to mirror the emotions being expressed in front of them, thereby altering their brain chemistry as they attempt to interpret the emotions. It's insane, you guys. Yes, it's its own rabbit hole. You can go down all the toxic effects of Botox, right? So you might be saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Jenna, I get it. Nothing works as well as Botox. I'm not gonna give it up. <laughs> Nothing natural is going to completely keep your face from moving and expressing quite like Botox. But with all this research that you and I have done in toxin-free living, does it really make sense to inject something into our bodies that isn't 100% safe, especially because Botox is not regulated? And kind of like vaccines, you don't really know what's going to be in it. You kind of get like a, a mixed bag or you know a soup of different things, if you will say. So aside from regular skincare with clean ingredients, what can we really actually do to decrease wrinkles and fine lines? So fortunately, there are many alternatives to Botox that can help decrease wrinkles and fine lines slowly over time if, if you're consistent. Consistency is really key. And I think that this has been the hardest thing for me because I am a mom who does not take care of myself. I'll be the first one to admit. I rinse my face in the morning and then I slap some towel balm on it when I'm in a rush. Put some sunscreen on my face as well, which I'm also trying to get better at. But there are some really good skincare lines out there that I have tried, 
that I do love. So I'm going to also suggest those to you later on in the podcast. So aside from encouraging hydration to plump your skin, eating a healthy diet, exercising, there are very specific things that have been shown to change facial shape and actually decrease swelling, making your face look more sculpted and plump. Here are some of the most effective natural remedies for aging skin. One of them I'm sure you have seen advertisements for all over your social media platforms. It is called facial exercises or face yoga. (laughs) So facial exercises actually involve specific movements and techniques to target and strengthen your specific facial muscles. So regularly practicing facial exercises can help tone and tighten your skin, reducing the appearance of wrinkles. Another thing that's actually not talked about enough, but has fantastic benefits is cosmetic acupuncture or facial acupuncture. It's also known as facial rejuvenation acupuncture. It's a holistic and non-surgical approach to enhancing the appearance and overall health of your skin. It is an ancient practice that has its roots in traditional Chinese medicine where fine needles are strategically placed inserted into specific points on your face and your body to promote balance, stimulate circulation, and even encourage the body's natural healing process. Now, I am a huge fan of acupuncture. I have told so many moms about it. Kind of like the chiropractor, I feel like acupuncture is just something you need to have in your life. It makes a huge difference helping your body detox, opening all of your drainage pathways, and just getting your energy flowing and your energy balanced. So this is the same for wrinkles. You know, a lot of people don't understand that your face has wrinkles in certain areas because it's reflecting what's going on on the inside. And when you hide that with Botox, you don't actually know what's going on. So you may have heard of facial mapping, right? If you have specific crow's lines wrinkles, that is relating to a specific part of your body that maybe you're suffering from a nutritional deficiency. Maybe you're having blood sugar issues. Um, There's certain other parts of your face that If you have wrinkles on them, it relates to kidney problems. I mean, liver issues. There's just so many things out there. And I think that people, instead of doing their research onto really what's going on inside their body, they just want to turn off the wrinkles and get rid of those. And yes, while we all want to look young, your face is telling you a lot about what's happening on the inside of your body. So just something to look into. You can also check out cell salts because cell salts... Um, I should do a separate podcast on this, but cell salts are basically ways to support what's going on in your body based on nutritional deficiencies, what your body's lacking, um, and how many of these signs can actually show up in your face as well as in other ways. Now, one of the things that I've had success with that I use every single night is frownies. Frownies are facial patches that are adhesives. You just wet one side of them and you stick them onto your forehead, you know, the creases around your mouth, kind of wherever you want to decrease your face from contracting. So those patches actually eliminate your muscle movement when they're applied. You can wear them really anytime, any 
any problem areas on your face they can stick to. There's a whole different set of frownies just depending on what your problem areas are. And as I said, you can really wear them anytime when you just wanna relax a part of your face. But personally, I sleep with them on every night. Yes, they can add up if you're using them each night because you might need to use several. And I think a pack of them cost anywhere between like 30 and $40 on Amazon. But what's great is they're not as expensive or invasive as Botox. Now they won't completely eliminate muscle movement during the day, but frownies do claim that it can help train your face to relax over time. So being aware of your daily expressions once you take off your frownies can really help. Now, there are all different kinds of procedures, right? So when it comes to facial acupuncture, facial acupuncture is considered to be really helpful for a variety of reasons. And I have listed those all on my blog, but some of them are improved skin appearance, stimulation of collagen production, and even reduction of muscle tension. So if you're really looking to kind of decrease the strength of your muscles by kind of balancing the energy in your face, I definitely think you should look into cosmetic acupuncture. And of course, it's a holistic approach and you have minimal downtime. One of the other things that's out there that is um, really popular is facial cupping. Now, I'm not sure if you've actually had cupping and for those of you that have had acupuncture done on your body, um, cupping is, is usually a very regular part of that process. But <clears throat> when it comes to facial cupping, it's a technique that involves using small suction cups to create a gentle vacuum effect on the skin's surface. So this practice is rooted in Chinese traditional medicine and it's, it's gained popularity for its potential benefits in promoting skin health and reducing the appearance of wrinkles. And during a facial cupping session, the cups are moved across your face, which can ultimately help stimulate blood flow and increase circulation in the skin. And that increased circulation is what is believed to promote collagen production and elastin fiber strengthening, both of which play really essential roles in maintaining skin's firmness and elasticity. Other things you can do is you can look into natural topical skincare. So there are various natural ingredients that can be used topically to improve the appearance of wrinkles. One of the things that's actually really popular among my friends that they have seen a difference with is vitamin C. Um, hyaluronic acid, which I've actually pers personally used and loved. Green tea extract, aloe vera, and of course, rosehip oil, which has antioxidant and anti-aging properties. And for those of you that have also been following me on Instagram, you might know about the Better Than Botox Bee Venom Bee Roller. Now, that is a super cool product. I'm hoping to do another giveaway with them soon, but you gotta check it out. Linked in my Instagram bio, I have a discount code for them and you can get 10% off a Bee Venom Roller, but the pictures that I shared during the giveaway um, were on some much older women and it, they, the results were honestly amazing. So you gotta check it out. Now, there's a ton of less toxic alternatives to Botox. So if you're looking for ideas on things that are, you know, requiring some downtime, but they're less invasive, you gotta check out my blog, like microcurrent therapy or facial lasers, microneedling, chemical peels. You can even look into alternatives for retinoids. Um, and then trentinoin, which is not a completely safe product because it's fairly new on the market and the research out there is 
very, what's the word? Um, varied <laughs> when it comes to reading about Trenton Owen. So like essentially there's some that say it's safe and there's some that say it's not and that the risks are definitely multiplied or magnified in pregnant women. So just make sure you're doing your fair share of research before trying anything. So check out my blog at IamMamaBearLiving.com for an entire list of other things that you can do that are less toxic. And before we go, all this being said, there's research out there that suggests women who get large amounts of Botox, you know, really struggle with their self-confidence. So We've all done that. We've all struggled with our self-confidence, especially in the aging process. But should we really be looking outside of ourselves or should we be looking on the inside of ourselves? Instead of critiquing our outside appearance, perhaps we should be looking inside. Because honestly, mental health is part of the problem. There's a lot of other countries that mandate mental health evaluations actually prior to receiving cosmetic procedures such as Botox. So sadly, there is an epidemic in a lot of different ways and, and our media is responsible for it. Um, so while there's no perfect replacement for Botox, because nothing will truly eliminate your expressions of your beautiful face, there are natural and less toxic alternatives that we can explore to encourage healthy skin. But let's change the narrative, shall we? Regardless of what kind of skin type you have, challenge yourself to try natural alternatives before resorting to cosmetic procedures such as Botox and fillers. And I encourage you to join Facebook groups that address this very topic and follow Instagram accounts that give you alternatives, which I addressed earlier in this podcast. Remember, it's advisable to consult with a dermatologist or a skincare professional before you're trying any new treatment or product. But if you have any questions about what I personally used or you want some skincare recommendations, feel free to reach out to me via email, DMs, PMs, and I'm happy to assist. And if there's any specific treatments aside from neurotoxins that have worked for you, I would absolutely love for you to share them on my blog within the comments. Send me a DM or go ahead and comment below on this podcast and let me know because moms are always looking for safe and healthy natural alternatives. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. I'm Jenna with Non-Toxic Talk. Can't wait for next week's episode. Thanks for spending today with me and uh, reach out to me if you have any questions at all. I am mamabearliving.com and my email is mamabearliving at gmail.com.